Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Constructing the Clubhouse, the only podcast about building a comedy club in Barcelona during a pandemic. I am your host, Dr. Matthew John Murtha. Joining me, of course, is my beautiful co-host, Mr. John Ellis. Hey, Matt. What's up? There he is. Guys, we have a fantastic episode for you because we have a very special guest and a great story by me. Now, our <laughs> <laughs> He's been so excited to tell us. Yeah. It's fresh. It's fresh. But first, our guest. So this guy is... Just a, an immense talent, right? An immense, mm. immense talent. He's a touring comic. He's a, a, a great podcaster. And he comes all the way from the country of Ireland. Please welcome Mr. Michael Rice. Yay! I didn't want to have to yay for myself. But Usually Zach would get involved. For all the other right. guests, Zach cheers as well. I don't know yeah. why today he was like, nah. Have I wronged you in some way? I'm concentrating. Right, right, right. Yeah, I've heard that one before. Yeah. Um, okay, first up, club anyway, business. Yeah, club business. Mike, we're yeah. really happy to have you on. Good. There we go. Oh, you know what? I think maybe if I just use my microphone Matt, correctly. Didn't, didn't you have a story you wanted to tell? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God, John. Thank you. So last night, I'm working I'm working the bar, right? Mm. And uh, there's like, I don't know, 15, 20 people here. Not even. Probably 15 people total, right? And they're, they're inside, drunk off their asses. And I'm outside having a cigarette with my buddy, Carlos. Up walks this young lady. Uh, she comes up to me and in broken English, she go, points at me. She says, English. I say, absolutely. She says, I need help. I'm a tourist. My credit card doesn't work and I need cash. She heard the Romania episode. Yeah. That was you getting to prostitutes in Romania. So that's, yeah, yeah that's we've, a- <laughs> we've heard the story before. And, uh, and I'm like, well, what, what can I, how could I help you? And she's what well, if I send you money on PayPal, will you give me cash? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm feeling, yesterday was a great day. I was feeling flush. I got a new job. Uh, the bar's been going well. You know, life is grand. The sun is shining. And I'm thinking, you know what? Let's try it. I, you know, I can lose 60, 100 euros, whatever. Feeling okay. I tell this girl, all right, let's, let's see. I open up my PayPal. I give her the information. I say, when you send the money, I'll give you the cash. And she says, okay. She's like, all right, I sent it. I look at my phone, nothing. Wait, I don't know, 10 minutes, still nothing. 20 minutes, finally, it says that the money transferred. I'd say, all right, uh, 60, it looks 60 euro. We agreed mm-hmm. on 60 euros, which happens to be the- Did she give you 60 euros on PayPal? You gave her 60 euros? Cause I did the same deal with someone, but he gave me 25 euros for- uh, For 20, PayPal? For 20, he gave me 25 in PayPal for 20 euros cash. That would have been smart. Yeah. I should have done that. No, but I was just like, yeah. Uh, I, she asked for a hundred and I was like, nah, six, I can do 60. Mm-hmm. So she sent the, it finally went through on the PayPal. It's like, oh my God, it's not a scam. All right, let me give you the money. Wait a second. If you're going to get this money, you got to follow me on Instagram. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have right. to understand. You're I was an at, idiot, Moss. I was yeah. at 2,598 followers. Two away from a nice clean number, right? I was like, yeah, you know, just <laughs> fucking around, whatever. She says, okay. She follows me. Uh, I give her the money and she leaves and she says, thank you so much. You were such a big help. Uh, I, I think I'll try to come back during my stay. I say, fantastic. Carlos is like, uh, he said, uh, send me, send me the account. I want to check her out. And I go to send it. And actually I find out that like, uh, oh, I, I, I go to follow her back and it's like requested. I'm like, ah, she didn't, she didn't accept, approve my request. And I, but I send him the account. 
The next morning I go to text this morning, I go to text Carlos and I notice that the, her account now says user does not exist. Mm. Something like that. Right. And I, I go I ask Carlos if, uh, if she just blocked me or if she deleted her account because of this. And he says, Oh, well, it's not up. Then I re I look in my message request and I got a message last night that says, so you're the kind of creep that in that fucking take advantage of in need young girls alone in big city, right? That's the last time you do something like that. You're the reason why girls are afraid of men. I fucking hate what you've done and you should fucking feel ashamed. That's just disgusting. I sincerely hope you won't do it again. This time I took the time to explain how big of a loser you have to be, but I'm sure it won't change anything in your future behavior at all. That's the sad part about living on the same planet as your kind. Good evening. Wow. Right. <laughs> all because you wanted her to follow you on Instagram. Well, I don't like, I was like, I was like, that can't be it, right? I was like, this girl Surely must have not. told her boyfriend that like I took advantage of her or some, something like mm -hmm. that, right? So I wrote back, I was like, LOL, I think you've got the wrong account. Cause I just can't, can't be about it. And then she says, promising to help, a, to help and then asking a girl to follow you. Otherwise you won't give her the money she oh needed. Oh my God. Pretty sure I have the right <laughs> account. So, fellas. I mean, the, the follow thing was weird. It, Honestly, I meant it as a joke, you know, like right. she doesn't actually have to follow me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, she's gone off on one there, you know, like she's been, you know, saving up that speech. I say you're not the first person that's gotten oh, that speech. Oh, this is from the her. thing. This, it's not from her. It's from a different account called Baking Tacos. Right. So I don't, it's just, I thought it was crazy. So she, who's behind baking tacos? I have no to idea. assume. They never, they never her. said. Um, business. Right. Her taco business, which isn't yeah. doing well. Yes, it's wildly <laughs> successful taco business. Right. Uh, that's bizarre. Yeah, that's very bizarre. Do I need to uh, rethink my, my Instagram etiquette? Is it, are you not allowed to ask for follows? No, but you know what it is? Do you know what it is, Matt? You're whatever, 47 or whatever, and she's <laughs> a year old. And this young girl, she's in her like, you know, moment of need. Although at the start, I was like, I think she's scamming, scamming Matt. Well, hundred percent. Right. I thought it was a scam the entire time. Yeah, and like, you are infinitely like scammable. And the whole time in, in vibe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and like I, I was prepared to lose it, and like Carlos, the whole time is like, mm, get stay back. You well, know? she could just dispute the payment on PayPal later because PayPal has a real soft. If you just like complain and say, look, Don't I paid for this, ideas. but he never gave me the money, then she could dispute it and just get the money back anyway, straight away. Yeah, like, I'd be honest, in, in my situation, uh, if I was in that same situation, I wouldn't have given her, I just wouldn't have given her the money yeah. whatsoever. So you did more than I would have done in terms of like kindness cause like that. You're, you're scammable and <laughs> you know, um, you're scammable and you're old and you, you, you're softened. <laughs> So and glad to have you on the podcast, Michael. <laughs> but did, you know what? Then what is interesting is that you did, you waited 20 minutes, thing to go through, you gave her this money and then did this kind gesture and then you literally go and match, just follow me on Instagram. You know what I mean? And it, just, it got a big laugh at the bar at the time. It was it, great. It's because like he knows he's playing off the fact that it's a comedy club, but she probably doesn't know it's a comedy club. Like if she knew, then she'd know that everyone all the time is asking for well, people to follow them. And on that's Instagram the other thing. So right. it sort she, of makes it a joke. When she right? followed me, she goes, oh, you're a comedian. I was like, yeah, this is a comedy club. She's like, oh, well, I'll come back. I was, I, I don't know. It's just like the, I thought it was like a wildly out of uh What's a story on Instagram as well? She can unfollow you later. Yeah. No problem. 
but Did, and well, you all, didn't wait for her to follow either. Like you didn't like sit there and go, "I'm not giving to." Like, oh no, no, right. I'm like holding it above her head. <laughs> right? No, no, no. So yeah. I, I just, I was very excited for this because I love a good, a good out of proportion response from some account named Baked Tacos. Yeah, right. we had a, a slightly out of proportion response, I think, to the show to Mike's final solo show he did on on Sunday here. So oh, he had yeah. to kick someone out. Oh yeah, well, they, they, I kick, he was never really in necessarily no. mm-hmm. this guy, but um, yeah. So it was before I was going on stage uh, to do my show, and now already the mic isn't working right for the show. That's so, Jamie's fault. Right. Um, that's, yeah. So let's, let's, let's just give that whole blame to Jamie. <laughs> um, he's an incompetent, um, weak imbecile. And he, and he is taking up space here on Earth. <laughs> Breathing um, our air. Yeah. Um, Jerk. But uh, I like his uh, Homo sapiens song. So there, I'll balance out my <laughs> comments. I'll balance out my comments yeah, there. All, but so, so the fucking mic's not working. Kobe's gone up to introduce me. The mic's not working. So now Kobe's telling some kind of like street jokes and that the audience are not like having to. Well, the next thing, this guy comes in behind me and um, with the fear of like, you know, being put on the, you know, uh, Asian hate bandwagon he was asian of some description that's just that's just a, that's was just he? a detail to the story i don't think no i think i he's think he was central a, american yeah. what he was what he's central american he's was he central american yeah. i'll be honest i don't know the difference a lot of the time um <laughs> and i don't think that's the opposite of racist a because, big ocean is the difference right no i know geographically i'm talking about tonally um i'm um uh, stupid paradigm so, of progression right but no, but so so listen to this now. If you were to say, oh, I definitely know when people are Asian or South American, then you're a bit too much on top of your game, aren't you? Then you're a bit too much trying to decipher. They're all, you're all the same to me. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're not from my farm. And, uh, and that's, how I, <laughs> that's how I view two different types of people. in-group, yeah. out-group. People who grew up with me on my farm and people who didn't. And they're the two See, groups you're in life. against like roughly 8 billion people. But no, I, I hate the people I grew up with more. Like I, if anything, it stands to him the fact that he didn't grow up on my farm. Um, I have no inherent uh, egregious beef with him, which I do with some of my brothers. But, so he comes in down anyway, and he's, he's just playing music yeah. on his phone. Like for one thing, like in general in life, you know, when people get on like a bus or a train and they're just like playing music without headphones. Yeah. And it's like someone should just be like, you just should, should be allowed to fucking elbow them in the throat, like, and just be like, fuck. <laughs> like, actually, just to get them stamped out on the train. It's the most outrageously just fucking inconsiderate. This is my world. Who gives a shit about anyone else? Think, you know, the people that go around to speakers. Just like, I'm yeah. here, so Ariana Grande is as well. Fuck you, you <laughs> creatures. Anyway, you all know I'm talking like 18-year-old um, uh, girls. But um, as, but this guy was not an 18-year-old. If, if he was, I could have even said, you know, um, how are you? But he came down and he was um, playing this music. I says, man, I'm already ticked. I said, would you turn off that music? And now he's looks giving me this frown as if I've offended him yeah. that he's not allowed, you know, play his fucking uh, music at the, the show. And then next thing he just goes to walk into the show. Mm-hmm. I go, hey, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's 10 euro to, to, to go in and see this 
masterpiece. You said yeah. it earlier. I'm an immense talent. No one so, sees Big Mike for free. Nobody sees Big Mike for free. Absolutely not. You either pay or I pay you. Um, <laughs> it's, that's it. But money needs to be exchanged <laughs> for us to engage. So uh, anyway, so uh, he, he goes to me and I said, no, no, no. And I said, like, you're not fucking going in. That's that. And I was actually, sometimes if I wasn't as t angry as I was, I might be a bit too like nice and I'd be like, oh, hey, trying to be, but I was angry. So I was very swift with him and I felt good about that. I was like, no, money or nothing. So then I go up on stage anyway, we decide the mic doesn't get fixed, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm properly angry about that. I'm like, the fucking mic's not working. I hope Jamie gets hit by a bus on the way home. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm truly trying to manifest an accident for Jamie. And um, the Homo Sapiens song is really good. And uh, so anyway, I go on stage. Next thing, I'm uh, just uh, blah, 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 trying to talk at the start of the show. There's no mic. Mm -hmm. And maybe make a bit of a joke out of that. Like, listen, blah, blah. Uh, you know, it's not really working that well. And then I just hear noise from my right fucking ear. And I look over and this guy has come into the show and is now like talking with Kobe, uh, like sitting up there and he's just yapping and he has his phone out. I think he's trying to show him some video of a fucking firework being put up a cat's ass or something. He's like, hey, look at this. You know what I mean? I just lost it. I was yeah. just like, I came off the stage straight away and was just like, get the fuck out. And I think I shouted for you, Matt. I was yeah, like, Matt. Did. Yeah. I was like, Matt. Well, you know, because I was angry at that point. It's like, yeah. how have you let this, this, these elements? Yeah. Uh, well, what the fuck has this guy been let down the stairs for? I, you know. Yeah, it felt really bad at that point because also I could not figure out why your microphone wasn't working. Right. Which I eventually I figured it out. What was it? I think somebody turned down the main master volume. Jay, right. Of the of the whole board. Yeah. And we were fucking around with the levels on on channel one, but your mic was plugged in. <sighs> right. And then. Right, and so I was trying to change the microphone or change the cable and figure mm. that, and then it was, I think it was always the main board. And then at some point between then and last night, somebody turned down the amplifier too. Right. But here's the thing about that guy. He's all my fault, I think. Yeah, I would, There's, I mean, at the, there was like, to be not, honest, Jamie wasn't in my heart. The, the hate was in my heart was <laughs> no, for you, you like you were. Cause you were the face of it as well. Cause then you tried yeah. to fix the mic and you failed at that. I failed several times. Right. With that guy, he was here the night before and yeah. Kyla nearly she wanted to punch him yeah like she was like working with her friends or like charging their beer and like dude came down slammed his drink down in front of him and was acting like a, a jerk and Kyla was like if this wasn't my last night I would have punched him right said, all right and then uh he was at the bar before your show and he he points downstairs he's like can I go down to the bath I thought he said puedo a beer a baño I was like yeah of course but then he grabs his drink and I'm like, uh-oh, I think he probably meant abajo, which means downstairs. Right. So uh, I wait a couple minutes, uh, and then we had the, like the mic fuck up or something. Mm -hmm. And then you got started, and I saw him there, and I was like, yo, dude, it's 10, 10 euros to see this, you know. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. And I thought he turned to follow me up the stairs, and then he didn't. But then I got upstairs, and I was like, ah, well, fuck with it in like a couple minutes. 30 seconds goes by, and I just hear, fuck, Matt! Jamie, get get this guy out of here! What the fuck? God fucking! I was like, oh shit! Right. It was. I've never heard you so mad or oh. seemingly mad. I oh no, was, no, I was, was truly. That was legit. I was truly furious. Yeah. I was truly furious at that point, um, and I'm rarely driven to that level of anger. And um, your establishment brought that out in me. Yeah, I want you to know me. what you have created. Uh, created well. one of the most uh, deep. 
deep feelings of malcontent part, right? in my soul. He did, no. He did know. Definitely the guy knew because I like explicitly he asked me if he could go downstairs. I told him in Spanish, uh, like, you can po poke your head down and see what's going on like through the curtain, but you can't right. go to the show because it's a 10 euro show and Big Mike doesn't do shows for free. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. 10 euro, that was that like, and as well, I've, I'm giving it away. It's a bargain. Giving yeah. it away for 10 quid. Absolutely bargain. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but I had also been like, I had been a little bit, like in my head, I'd been a bit angered as well before that um, because Kobe had a friend here and he just walked in without paying and was in there, which is fine to watch Kobe, but then he came in for the second half yeah. to watch me just for, which I wouldn't mind if, uh, and I had said, I said that to Kobe, I was like, just ask me mm -hmm. if you want to get a friend in. Yeah, but you, mention you, it. you can't just assume. Don't assume it. Yeah. Like Mila was in there. She's a comedian. She's paid for a ticket. I Now, I would have said any comedian can just come in, uh, like 100% if you're a comedian. But like, I don't know this guy at all. Why would, that yeah, doesn't make sure. sense. Especially when you're, we could only let you sell 24 seats or whatever, you know? So it's like, right. that is actually taking a seat from someone else who would potentially otherwise be paying. Yeah, especially this, on, the, on the Saturday. This you know? Asian Brazilian guy that was there. You know what I mean? That's taking his, do you know what? If he had wanted to pay that guy, that would have been. Aces. That would, no. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been even worse, wouldn't it? If it was like, it's, yeah, it's 10 euro to get in. He's like, here's 10 euro, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you have to deal with him the whole time. It would have been a nightmare. He ended up crying at the bar. That doesn't surprise me. He seemed on a he seemed on a slippery slope. He's very drunk and he was just crying for a while. He didn't seem to be like thriving, uh, like no. emotionally, even when he came down and he, he felt, I could see he kind of like felt aggrieved that I thought he should pay to come in. Um, but then as well, then throughout the show as well, then there was like, I had Irish girls, like there was three of them yep. like sitting right here. Very chatty. And they're just chatting. And you know, I can touch them. That's how close I am to them. He didn't. Uh-huh. No, I did. Oh, I did. Um, I did, John. John. <laughs> mind. My bad. I'm, I'm the owners and operators are coming to Clippers. Apologize for trying anything that I does. assaulted those three Young girls again and again. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Wait, was maybe the message was for you huh? that I got? Maybe that text message I got was for you. It was definitely for you, Matt. Um, <laughs> it was explicitly uh, for you. No, but they. So then I had to. So I was in that foul. The thing, but then you know they started turning the show around. Show was going good. It was a lot of Spanish people in the show, um, which is in usually in my head is like is not ideal. You know what I mean. Um, just because they're kind of their lack of, you know, morality and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, inherently. It's the lisp that annoys me. Right. Mm. That's what gets you. But I think that is almost the calling card of like, I've no soul. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's how I feel about it. But, but they were actually, they were actually really good. But then the, the Irish women beside me, do you know, any joke I was saying, they would say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know how that happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they're that close to me. They're like, so supportive, Michael. Huh? They're so supportive. Do you know what? They don't, they didn't, we did find out later on that they'd never been to a comedy show before. Ah. Yeah. But they had had conversations before, so they thought right. they were just falling back on, on that sort of convention. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what they, stick to what you know. Yeah. Um, but you ended up rescuing that show. It went kind of yeah. long, the big laughs right. really throughout. Yeah. There was, so I, I was, you know, I, I poked my head down for some of the, just to make sure that you weren't too pissed. Right, right, right. And like the first, I don't know, five minutes, I 
They were angry, but they were right. good. The, the, the crowd. No, you. Oh, I was. You, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah. I remember you going yeah, yeah. in on those girls from Jump, and you're just like, "Are you? I don't even have a microphone. Are you going to talk this yeah, yeah, whole yeah. time?" Yes. And I was like, "Oh shit, this really might not go well." And then I don't remember what joke it was. It was like at minute four or something, yeah. and you got the whole room. And then it's to, in my impression, like you were sailing from there. Yeah, we were more or less off races. I had to tell them to. I I, I upset them again then because they then kept talking. So I had to like, I did it within a bit. I was doing a bit and I was like, do you know the way like something's bad? And I was like, do you know, like if the three girls are literally a foot away from you and you, they don't stop talking in your ear and they're ruining what you've worked really hard on for a long time. And they're just ruining it because mm -hmm. you get can't do what you're doing because they're talking whilst you're trying to talk um, and blah, blah, blah. And then they got upset yeah. for about 10 minutes then. They just would not laugh and were like frowning really, really hard. Um, but then... You know, once they got over that being kind of just offended for being attacked, then they were they were fine Looking again. Um, and uh, and yeah, I just you know like when it, it, the it's rare that I get that angry where I like I have no interest in being charming mm -hmm. to deal with any of this situations with any charm or wit yeah. or anything like that. I'm not going to try put you down in a clever way. I'm just <laughs> going to tell you, shut the fuck up, shut up, yeah. get out, you. I hate you, you know, yeah. just, and that, that was it. I had no, but, but then like afterwards, it's funny because if like some of the people in the audience were, were then saying, he was like, that was great that you were just clearly so pissed off and you, you know, like that is compelling in a way, you yeah. know, that you're not trying to get them to love you. Like you're just like, um, which I don't know if it's great. Like they have paid 10 quid and I'm just, you know, but, um, yeah. well, and they caught you on the wrong night huh? for a little chat. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cuz yeah, you would normally deal with that with charm and a plum. <sighs> yeah, yeah, a plum. So, mm. how how let's I guess we're working backwards. I wanted to like talk about your general comedy career and then get into specifics and stuff, but we're here we are mm. talking about your last solo show. Yes. How did the rest of the solo shows go? The the solo shows went very well. I was just delighted I, that I decided to do them. I was mm -hmm. like, because I just, in my head, like, I, there are a few months now before this, I was just very unproactive. I quit my job, but, like, didn't. And I was just like, oh, I'm going full-time on comedy, you know? And then it was like... um yeah, but what are you actually doing about that? Like right. to, to make the money. And then it's just like, shut up. I'm full time. You know, <laughs> I said full time, <laughs> you idiot. You know what I mean? And then yeah. like, meanwhile, like my savings are kind of doing that. I was still making some money. So it was not like terrible, but you know, I wasn't like being proactive in like booking things. And when I was back in Ireland, then I was like, I'm going to be back here for 10 days. Why don't I just book out? Like, why don't I just like just slots at the comedy clubhouse? Let's just put on like, yeah, three yeah. or four fucking shows. Just put on the ad, see if people come. Some people will come, branded as farewell shows. You know what I mean? Um, try to get that you know sentimental coin. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, and then people came. Yeah. And it's 10 euro ticket and you know then you split. So you actually even if like fucking twelve people come you make all right money, yeah. you know what I mean? And you get to run your hour and try different things. About it. So it's like win, 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 win. Great. Win, yeah, lose, win, win. That's who lost. Huh? Who, that guy, that the one, Asian the guy. One guy. Yeah, yeah, the guy that's been all night crying. The Asian guy from man. Guatemala. Well, that show, yeah. 
I thought it was Chilean, wasn't that what he was telling Kobe? Know. He was like whispering well, in Kobe's ear, like, tell well, Mike that I'm actually from Chile because you said something about right. him being Asian, I guess. I, I no, no, let's say I didn't. Um, didn't. Let's say I didn't. Um, <laughs> no, I did. I don't think I did. Um, it would have been a fair guess, by the way, for anyone looking at him. Well, I, I just kind of got a half glance at the door, like, okay. you know what I mean? I didn't really look him dead in the face. I was snarling at him out of the side of my mouth, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, like, side-eyeing him. But then, yeah, he did think that what had happened was I had misunderstood and that I just wasn't aware that he was from Chile. And that <laughs> right. was that was the big lack of communication. the reason you were upset was because he was Asian. It yeah. turns yeah. out it was because he was a dick. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think he thought being so specific about being like, tell him I'm from Chile. I think in his mind, he was like, you know, uh, like this. I don't know why he's just like, maybe heard wrong information that I was just a, a, a chill, chill, chillophile. Is that what you call someone who loves chili? A chillophile. Yeah. But um, uh, it didn't endear me too many more. But anyway, the shows, yeah, they were, they were, uh, they were great. And I love, I love this place. I I like doing gigs here. I like, it's a, it's a good vibe. Um, Spread the word. I think you've set up a great thing. Um, and um, the two boys took swigs of their drinks, as I said that, they just yeah. like, fucking hell. Celebration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take a moment. Um, but yeah, so they went well. Like, it, uh, you, uh, Matt, you asked me to talk about the financial side of it. Yeah. Yeah. What we call that in Ireland would be nosy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I got myself uh, in, a, in a fair bit of trouble uh, by asking that yeah, before. Yeah, some people don't like talking about it. Uh, yeah, well, I, and also, I don't, really I don't know. I don't, have we had a, a visiting touring comic that we haven't pissed off yet? Uh, probably, well, we haven't had too many. I know. There's, I guess. But we want to know if what we're doing is enough to attract the big names like like Michael Rice, you know. If, well, if, yeah. if, if what we're offering is is well, it's it's all like the 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 the, the only thing I um I would say, and it's not, and it wouldn't even have annoyed me now that much, is that if you're coming in and you're doing the seventy thirty split, if you're the comedian, you just want to be freed from concern. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you don't want to have to ask about the mic. You don't have to have to ask about the lights. You don't have to ask. To mm. tickets, to, tickets to be checked, and people come down. You just want to be able to come in here, concentrate on your set, go out and do it, and that's it. You want to be freed from concern. Yeah. Oh. So that's the that's the only thing that you wouldn't really be freed from. I'd have to yeah. be like, hey, can we get the the mics, or can we make sure yeah, to yeah. ask the people have well, they paid? Buddy, you know, for fifty percent, we would do all that <laughs> stuff. <for> right. <laughs> but. The promoter, the, the shift no, is no, 70, no, 30. No one's getting that, 50. That 30, no, that 30 is uh, all going to the tax man, you know? Some if, people are getting 50. Yeah. Who's getting 50? Like, so George got 50, but we did a lot. Like I was running ads for him and I was doing a lot more of the yeah. promo. So you were doing all of that. So right. it's like, of course, like 70s. Right, right, right. Cool. Yeah, for 70, we don't want to do anything for it. <laughs> we will do stuff. We actually tried to hire a, an intern to help with the sound and everything, but uh, Jamie really fucked it up. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, you go on. Uh, no, I have no point. No, no, no. Please I have tell me more <laughs> about the fifty percent. We we offer several pay structures uh, that involve different levels of effort. Um, no, that's great feedback. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but that's not a bit like I mean, it's not like I was uh, like that. Would uh, that's if being asked, what what could you do yeah. better? Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's what could be done better. But like, it's it's not like I was. Uh, like upset or anything I no no like, but you as know. We, you know as we assuming that this place keeps on mm-hmm. um 
And as we get more people in, we can, we develop a routine and, you know, having, yeah, having that stuff in a checklist, like the sound, you know, and in my defense, the sound was working to start the show. No, it was, it was, it was. Um, And, and I could empathize with you in that situation. Like I wouldn't have been able to fix it. The, the mic and it's pressure on. And I I know I would fail in that situation um, to find the solution. Yeah. But anyway, no, it's just good, good stuff to chew on because we can we can fix we can do that for the next guy yeah yeah and that, so for a comedian we really like right 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 and i know you're being i know you're being sarcastic i know you're very fond of me matt um you're my uh, mortal enemy um i i i know that i know that you've i that i mean a lot to you but um and we have very nice hugs that's true yeah you give so, good hugs michael huh you give good hug I think I do. And then like yesterday, like Kylo was trying to make out this thing. She's like, oh, you give these weird like asexual hugs or something. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't know what you're, this is just propaganda and I won't stand for it. I do not. She'll sneak hug you and you won't be ready for it. And then you won't Uh, Yeah. And then it'll be criticizing that I was, you know what I mean? But my, I'm like fucking, I'll get right up dick to dick for a hug. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I'll get right up into your. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, man. Like E.T. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. I'm making a finger to finger like gesture right now for Chinese, all of our listeners. Um, Chinese handcuffs, you know, the. Yeah. Where'd I get this? I gotcha. They're funny, man. Ever put your uh, penis in one of those? Huh? Nothing. If we could have put the Asian guy in the. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting he wasn't actually. Uh, he wasn't Asian. Um, but uh, oh, the money side of it, yeah. So. Well, so yeah, here you can only sell 25 tickets. Yeah. And I guess one of my. My thoughts as like a touring comic. So your level of touring comic, you're you're going around, and this is this is just the place that Europe is at right now. But you go, to, you rock up to a city, you do yeah. a couple other shows, right? These are shows run by some local that have maybe six comics on. If you cl- clearly your headliner material, so you get the headline, and the pay is wildly different by city. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then ideally you you find you get somebody to help you find a venue and then you rent the venue and you do a solo show for anywhere between I don't know 50 and 200 people. Right. So I never gone I haven't been on that circuit yet. So that's a kind of a newer thing that's You being, haven't done the soloing. No, the only side. very few people have started to doing that around Europe and that was this guy Dragos from mm-hmm. Romania. He yeah. basically like started just going off on his own. And it, like that guy's like a Joseph Stalin esque yeah. character, like just out in the Siberian wilderness for years, <laughs> like you know, uh, creating relationships with wolves. Like he's just so like he's like a conqueror. Like he's just really this like inspirational. Oh yeah, yeah, and just this crazy like. And when I say Stalin, I don't mean like he's bad in any way, but he has this charisma like about him, like Dragos. You know, he talks like I'm like, hmm. yeah. you know, I want to to, to do things for you for really, free. Really weirdly yeah. and randomly, I. I started watching a YouTube video series about baseball card collecting only because the guy on the channel looks exactly and talks like Dragos. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was him and then I was yeah. hypnotized and I was like, yeah, I really want to find out what a hypnotized voice he, it is. He's, yeah. he's a hypnotist. the vampires. They're character. fucking, they hypnotize him. It, so yeah. I, that's a little surprising. Where where have you soloed then? Where have I soloed? Because um, you got a show coming up in Brasilia. Yeah, Vienna, Berlin, Bratislava, and uh, Brno, Prague, a few now in this month. But so before that, I no, I hadn't sold around Europe. Like, I mean, I had done some things in Ireland. I would do the Edinburgh Fringe, and I would do the 
Perth Fringe in Australia. Mm -hmm. So that's basically between those. That's like fifty shows. Like, is that worth going down there? To Australia? Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, the right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. John, John may have like a, a beef with them. Um, do you, you don't mind Aussies though, John? Do you? No, not really. Nah, not Does really. It, that was like an obligatory thing. I have to say. It's like English. Dyer's with the uh-huh. English. Like we have to be like, oh, we hate them. Um, but you do, and we actually do. That one we do. Yeah. Um, but um, which made what Jamie did all the more egregious. Is like, <laughs> have you not done enough? Um, uh, but yeah, the Perth one that you do thirty, yeah, you can do like thirty shows. The thing is, you, the first year you go out, you're just risking going out with a loss because the flights to get out there, the accommodation, the stuff like that. But you can put on your solo show. The tickets are like twenty dollars, like Australian. All the tickets, which is I think like maybe fifteen or something like that. But people will all like pay that. Okay, everyone earns a lot more money. Yeah, and pe- Perth people are dying for something to do. That's kind of like mining country, is it that is, right? It, so it's it, like people have got a shit ton of money, and there's like right. hookers or comedy when that. Happens. Well, it's because once they're finished being racist, and then they're like, now what? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Let's what go do we see do? Someone else be so racist. So many hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see Mike. <laughs> um, uh, but but you can make money. Yeah, you can. Like, I made money both years because, especially the second year, then I got doing. So I would do my solo show every day, and then whatever sales I was in a place where I was like taking all the money. I was paying no rent. Wow. It was just this bar, and it was the back room of the bar. Um, because they're like, I mean, from their point of view, depending on the nature of the space and whether they're going to give you a tech or not, they didn't give me a tech. I would set up the stuff myself. And then you're bringing them like 40 people who are drinking. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, like for me to be like in that situation, if there's no tech and the, the proper stage and stuff like that, if I'm going to be paying them to bring them business, it's, it's like makes no sense. If there's lots of space and lots of venues as well. Right. Um, yeah. Then yeah, that's sure. it. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then I do like t- two or three other compilation shows and they were all, I just get like $50 for each one of those. So that was $150 that's a day from that. And then my solo on top of that, which could be varying anywhere from like could be 300 or four, like whatever, yeah. depending on what I sold. Um, so yeah, you can make, you can make good money. And then the shows I was doing, the compilation shows, so they're 50 a show, but then there's another uh, shows. If you get in with this guy, other guy, Alan Anderson, where you're getting 150 a show um, and you could be doing three of those a day or four of those a day. Shows. But they're great shows. Yeah. They're compilation shows and everyone's just coming out and banging out their best 15, um, but then like the, these guys that come over, if they're running a solo show that's doing well, and then they're also making like maybe $600 a day mm-hmm. from the other shows they're doing, like people can just come out and do Perth Fringe, then Adelaide money, Fringe, man. and they just like do like two or three months in Australia and make a fucking, make their nuts. Nice little, nice little egg. Sounds nice good. Nice little yeah. egg. So yeah. Is, yeah. What's nice? What's next for Michael Rice? Oh, well, so this is what's had me... Um, the depressed for last while because I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do next? Um, I got really annoyed. I got a message last night. Someone texted me like that. The Edinburgh Fringe is doing well this year, and I'd already uh, like booked other things, so I didn't do the fringe. And he was like, yeah, man, don't like sound like a want to sound like a dick, but if you you would have made a fortune if you came here this year because like people are like coming out for gigs and there's a lot less gigs. I can't so- imagine there's very many. Comics that went up there, not that like a hugely reduced amount, but then the audience, so they're mm-hmm. all doing great 
because yeah. the audience are just super hungry to go to things. Yeah. And people are in the UK and it's completely open there now. So people are just like, like fucking, like people who are not good are just like selling out. God like, damn. Round up. Yeah, I know. I'm fucking, I got this, I woke up last night, like I, like at like fucking four in the morning, which I was real pissed about anyway. I haven't been sleeping great. And you know, you wake up before and I fuck. And then all this, and then I looked at my phone, I got this message and I was like, that kept me up. Yeah? And yeah, to like. I'm not sad about missing the fringe this year at, at all. Huh? It was such a, it was such a nightmare at the time to like book a room and all that stuff. There's yeah. no way you could have been it's, sure. It's, hindsight's twenty twenty. Like it's just now. Even in hindsight, I don't think you should be mad at all. Like, okay, maybe there was some money up, but like, right, could it be right. that good? Yeah, it would have just been fun to did if the the rooms are sold out, you know. Um, but and then I was just up till like six quarter past eight. I was just up, and then I was like, I had an audition I was meant to do today, and then I just cancelled that. I I would have cancelled every plan. I knew this was far enough away not to cancel like tonight, but I was just, you know, I hadn't slept and I was like, I'm not doing anything that I was going to do today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever get that where you're just like, I'm canceling? Pretty much every day. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I start my mornings. Um, cancel all my plans. I got cast actually. A girl saw me on stage twice and cast me in the role as a gay guy. Yeah. So I think I'm probably gay. Yeah. You, oh, that, you didn't know. Sh- huh? You didn't know? <laughs> I didn't know. I assume, yeah, I'm assuming like there's something I do on stage or there's some point in the set that people are like, it's cock. It's the blowjob. It's probably when I suck off the guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Henry, my stage I'm hand. just surprised it took you this long to find out that you were gay. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I There were signs. signs. I used to have hold signs. my hands like that, like T-Rex <laughs> when I was younger. And but then like I got such shit over it like I was like I would like consciously straighten my hands out. I was like no I can't do that and I sit with my legs crossed like you all the time, um which then and John it's the best way to sit. It's comfortable, yeah. But we're all you're all doing. I can't right now because of the this setup. Which He's got it's, a big thing between his legs. Yeah, yeah it's breaking my heart over it. here. But because I love you guys are living up living it up there. That looks cozy, but um, yeah. So. Uh, but anyway, that was the thing about the fringe. But so, what's next? Okay, so I'm going to Berlin next week. If I like it in Berlin, I might stay in Berlin for a month or two, um, and then. But the destination is London to get to yeah. London, and just give that a whirl. Be there, be in like London a, for a couple of years and see, a couple of years, and okay. just see if someone. Like I want an agent. I would love an agent. I fucking sick of doing everything myself. Yeah. yeah. I'm sick of it. It's tiring. You know, even the podcast, you're, you're doing it, you're producing it, you're editing it, you're doing, putting mm-hmm. it out. You're, I don't have one. He wouldn't work with me, this guy. Your producer, he refused. <laughs> For, he said I was, he said I was a, gre- a, a greedy snail. Um, he's a nasty character, but um, I... So your so, ideal is to get to a point where you can purely just focus on the comedy side of things? I mean, the, that, that would be ideal. That's unrealistic, probably. Um, but just have to do... Just, yeah, just have less. someone help me. Just be, have someone, uh, like, on my team. Team sure. Mike, you know what I mean? Uh, like, I just... I want a lot of help. I've been doing it... I mean, six years is not that long, but, like, I've been really working hard at it, and, like, I feel... Like, I do feel deep inside. It's like, I should have an agent. Yeah. Like, in Ireland, I'm like, I should have had it. Like, why the fuck don't I have I'd one year? at that level. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, the dream. So, you go nah. you go to London, you get kind of discovered, so to speak. And then... But 
just get represented and get people to get get me like uh, consistent work. Maybe I do some acting. I would like to do some acting. Um, and it's just to see what happens. You have to just be the place where things are going on. That's it. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not great for specific goals. And I know you should have them in life. Well, I'm kind of more like, let's just turn up at the place where it's happening. And let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Our, our friends with agents, have they been able, will they be able to help you out? Who is an agent? Sid and George. Sid? Oh, Sid just got one. Yeah. I think he got, I think Does he landed George it while he was in town. I didn't know George. I don't. I heard he did. I don't. Know. Right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Really? But no. But um. But maybe. Um. But like this. It like even the thing. Even the having is they do. For, agents come when you've already got to a place yeah. where you're doing it yourself. Like they yeah. just come when it, it's like a sure thing mm-hmm. that you're already making money and they're like, can we have some of that? And you don't have to, you know, create events on Eventbrite. Yeah. You know. You're basically paying them to email the club. Right, and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just nice to feel you have someone someone else is, and they're probably not thinking about you that much, do you know what I mean? But just the even idea that someone else is working on this operation, mm-hmm. on Mike Limited. There's, you know, there's an opportunity for somebody to play agent of, like, continental Europe, to swoop in yeah. and take up people like you, Victor, Tamer. Right. Though Tamer's got his own representation back in the States. Uh, I think so. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's that opportunity. And it's so funny because everybody I've talked to about this, I'm like, wow, you know, there's like a real, there's a space here for somebody mm-hmm. and everybody's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. You know, everybody with the skills to, they're like, no, no, no. And like those of us that do it ourselves, like it's just to get on stage and to perform and, yeah. you know, people that develop the skills for themselves. Right. Is, is the only thing. No one wants to do more show running than they need to. Yeah. Right. And the, nobody, yeah. Like very few people that we know that get into comedy, like, you know, everyone just wants to be the, the star, you know, mm-hmm. nobody wants to facilitate a dream. You know, everyone wants to, what a terrible job to like sit there and promote other people's shows. Well, if you're, a, but like, if you were a talentless hack, <laughs> you know what I mean? Then uh. it's a great job, you know? God, I just can't imagine what that's like. Yeah. I have to, just too much talent and integrity. Right. But you have to put yourself in the fucking head of a, you know, like a, Turn up minded ne'er do well, like, uh, like a Jamie. Well, no. he's got the, no, like that's a Jamie. Okay. yeah, that's what the same All right. yeah, about. like a Jamie, then, yeah. I don't, I don't mean this, Jamie. No, he's a homo sapiens song, it's, it's really good. I homo. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, homo, homo. <laughs> yeah, that's how the song goes. It's so, uh, yeah, it's, I love it. No, I love Jamie, it, it gets stuck funny. in my head for a while. Um, no, but you're right, I mean, you're you're not you're you're not a million miles off that. The thing is, is, is there just is there the money in it? It's it's like. Do you know, it's, it's the margins in this fucking game until yeah, you exactly. get it's until you start selling real tickets are such peanuts, and you know, like even if you're like, it's just it's not good enough to be really good. It's like that's the you know that's what you just want it to be is just like if I just work on my comedy and get really good, and then the kingdom of heaven will be mine. But yeah, it used to be like that. I think it used to be maybe more so. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's, it's but even then, like you got good at comedy and they put you in movies. You don't, you stop doing comedy, you become yeah. an actor, you have a sitcom. Yeah. But in the States, stand up seems to be kind of like a, like a fallback that, that a lot of people have. They can do acting and everything, but then they can always fall back to comedy uh-huh. and yeah. they can make money doing just the comedy part of things. Yeah. I think in America it was like very much like stand up was like a means to an end. 
like originally like it was like we do stand up then I get into sitcom and the movies and that yeah. was the progression to get seen and blah 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 but I think right now like it, more than uh, ever it's like it's cool to be a stand up right. you know what I mean like from just the whole like from the Rogan culture super and popular right uh, now. like yeah to be a touring stand up from Netflix all that stuff I think stand up just in and of itself now um, is like mm-hmm fucking like that's the uh, the dream just to be uh, a yeah. get your netflix special and fucking tour you know well i don't like i don't know how much people actually want to tour like it to me touring sounds amazing like 200 a gig is fine for me that'd be fantastic you know i mean that's gonna be fine for any that's great if you got 200 a gig no, but that's what like that's what like working u.s comics get you know for, for yeah. feature spots i think oh did you you mean 200 bucks a gig yes oh i thought i meant 200 people mm. at oh, the no, gig no, no. i was like that'd be fucking of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, and if you had the door at 200 people you're that's right rolling in it um all right Hold on, but we're getting a little long in yeah. the podcast. Oh, that's as we okay. hit 45 minutes, yeah. Right. We've got a couple of announcements this I'm a week. yapper. Well, no, I, let's let's get through the last two mm-hmm. topics. Sure. We'll talk about Mike's podcast and then any any type of uh, feedback about Barcelona in general mm-hmm. he wants to give. Cool. Also, uh, give him an opportunity to shit on Berlin. Yeah, that's uh, another common theme. We, we shit on Berlin like we shit on Jamie around here. Right. Uh, so just so you know, uh-huh. you want to be one of the cool kids. Uh, uh, like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you just recently finished the 100th episode yeah. of, of your podcast, The Mike Rice uh-huh. Show. Congratulations. That's good. I talked to you on Ibiza just before you finished the 100th episode yeah. and you were sort of like, oh, like, all right, a few more episodes. It was like this sort of slog that you'd said that you'd yeah. get to at the end of it. But I've heard you talk also on earlier podcasts about that that the podcast experience was for you creatively one of the most interesting or, yeah. or good developmentally things that you've done uh, for your comedy. So what was what was good about the podcast yeah. and, and why are you so glad to be done with it or at least having a break from it? Um, What's the uh, name of this podcast? Uh, the Mike Rice Show. Oh. The Mike Rice Show. So uh, what was great about it um, uh, initially um, and continued for a lot of it was that you know, like uh, I would start off doing solo once where they're just talking on my own and you could really, for one thing, so creatively, it forced you to like come up with stuff a lot of times. And then, it, you know, you can just uh, flesh out uh, like ideas uh, in a way you can't do on stage where because it has to be laugh, laugh, laugh. So, you know, I could also show people, you know, that I'm quite thoughtful, Matt. <laughs> um, and, you know, <laughs> you know, express other sides of yourself. And, and then I loved editing it and I could edit it to, I used to edit it obsessively, like How yeah, for you hours. Do you sat down yeah. and stared at a microphone and just started talking. When I would, oh, on, when, yeah, when, when you do it on your own. Yourself, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, at first you're like, uh, you know, because there's a few comics who've done that very successfully. Well, not that many, but like Bill Burr, Tim Dillon, Theo Vaughn are very good at it, but it's a very unique, like kind of skill set. I'm not saying yeah. that I've in any way mastered it, but it's fun once you're in a flow, you can like start coming up. It's like if you're writing on stage, sometimes you'll get in the flow and you start, you know, creating really funny stuff off the cuff, but I would always write out an outline of what I was going to mm-hmm. do. But anyway, I love that. It forced me to keep creative during the quarantine. Um, 
and I just loved editing it and I, I just liked a lot of the episodes. I liked listening to my podcast more than I've ever liked my stand-up, like listening back to my stand-up because a lot of times an audience corrupts you, I, I think. Okay. Um, because when there are people in front of you, especially if you're a people pleaser, you will kind of butter yourself up and for approval, you'll mm-hmm. smile more than you'd like to smile and like different things to... You laugh Ingratiate at your own yourself. joke yeah. you've yeah. heard a million times and you're like, oh, you fucking worthless idiot. You know what I mean? So it corrupts you. Whereas when it's just you on your own, you can really just, it is, can be more authentically yourself. Um, and I, I had great interviews. I had my dad on. I had like friends from school on to tell old stories and episodes. That During I, the quarantine, uh, the stories with your dad were, they, they actually like sustained me during the lockdown right i was locked in with my ex-girlfriend i was like oh what's mike doing and you're like tooling around your farm with your dad it's mad i did videos with him yeah when yeah. i got uh when i was back for quarantine and uh like when i was growing up we, we, we were not close really annie was with my father because he just wants us to farm and then we were like i sure this I'll bastard doesn't you know like he wasn't like a very like interested father we'll say but then the, the, i was just talking to someone there the other day about this um but like he grew up with no emotional machinery to do anything you know right. what i mean um and matt's just walked out and me opening my heart up about my relationship with my father matt's he left doesn't want to hear it mike he's sick of your emotions he's, he's literally but gone, i'm here for you feel free to offload he's gone for a shit in the middle <laughs> like literally i can that's what he thinks of the whole thing. in the next you're an absolute disgrace matthew murta um but anyway, what was I saying about that? Anyway, that was great about podcasts. Some of the episodes I'm very proud of. And now it's something that if I die tomorrow, there is at least a record of that I've done stuff. And a lot of the episodes I think are really good. And then some of them, though, I don't. And I'm like, ah, that's a bit shit. Yeah. But towards the end, I was doing two episodes a week. And like, I'm producing, editing. I'm a bit anal about editing, so I can do it for hours. Uh-huh. Um haven't come up with the material for the stuff so i do one with someone and then i do a patreon one on my own every single week right and by the last 10 episodes i'd say i was just burnt out and i was just like ah, i'm fucking sick of this now mm-hmm. like and i just have to keep going because in my head i was like i just get to 100 yeah like, i do that like counting thing right. as well where i'm like i'll just do this like when i first started comedy i was like i'll do 100 sets and i counted it and then i stopped counting but it was kind of it's nice to get to those milestones. Yeah, it is. But it's like, you know, like if you were like going for a run um, and uh, you're going for a run and like if you keep thinking about the end, it's it's kind of suffering because you're just like, oh, when am I going to be there? When yeah. am I going to be there? Rather than just like accept that where you are now and try to somehow enjoy that. You know what right. I mean? If you accepted that your lot in life was to do two two podcasts every week and that's right. what you had to do you'd probably just sort of chug along with it you'd be right a bit more like your dad you'd be like all right but someone's got to do it <laughs> yeah <know>? exactly yeah <laughs> um i'm trying try to think what the, the word he has for it uh, is like his philosophy of like um uh, it's basically you're just plodding plodding that's plodding it along, plodding yeah. along just get up you do the shit you keep going that's it don't think about it too much and just repeat and then die um uh but uh, anyway so but by then then yeah i was just fucking like i was like i had it in my head 100 so then like last six or seven the last 10 podcasts i did were probably up there with the worst like yeah I, yeah yeah uh, they weren't terrible uh-huh. they weren't terrible but they just weren't and i was depressed at the time as well i think part of that was part two that was part of it as well i was so unmotivated like which is mm-hmm. unusual for me and i was just like 
uh, but I still kept doing them. Um, but then I had my father on the 99th episode and kind of, and then I got kind of back the last few were good again then. But, um, but I'm just glad I have that. I'm glad I have that like fucking record. Yeah, it's if a lot I die, of, it's that's a lot of there. work. It's amazing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of buzzing with that, that. I got to that. And I probably will take it up again now in a, in a month or two. Like mm-hmm. once I just need to feel like I want or have something to say again rather than fulfilling yeah, certainly if you're doing like a full episode a week just of your own thoughts, you yes. talking to camera, like that's a that's a lot. I don't think definitely don't have that many interesting thoughts myself. <laughs> oh no, no, a lot of it is pure utter shit. Yeah. yeah you're kinda yeah. just hoping people like you at that stage. They just want to hear you say yeah. any, they like your accent or whatever. You know? oh, well they do. Well on the Patreon, so it's people that pay, so they're people who've bought into the to, mm-hmm. into the shtick. Into the, into, the, yeah. into the whole fucking uh, circus. So so then you're just talking about, they're, they're interested. What's in the you. growth like? Huh? What was your growth like? Like it's, what kind of, you know. I like, so when I got. Do you, when do you pick up people and when, when who's listening? That um, so it's more, m- mostly Irish, but then you'd have like just every week, there's like 50 people in America. I don't know who they are. Um, a lot of them. And then you'd have like, just, I'd had like, like, 22 or between 20 and 30 in Australia every mm-hmm. week. So you'd have this, but like overall, like I averaged over 100, 500 listeners an episode, which is like, you know, it's not like groundbreaking or anything, but um, it's, a start. it's good. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Um, uh, but, you know, it, it, it came to a stage as well where that, plateaued. you know, it, it plateaued and that, that kind of as well as where you're kind of like, uh, you know, you need to see, like Anthony, you, you want to see improvement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, for you sure. You know, any stagnation in life gives you, you're kind of like, and that goes with any element of your life. If you don't, if I'm no further on than I was six months ago, or I can't see that I'm better, or it's going better, mm-hmm. then you're like, get a bit How strategic were you with guests and stuff? Like trying to pick people with followings and... Well, I was just trying to think about my audience. So I was just trying pods. to think about like Irish. They're Irish, most of them are Irish, so to get um, as many like Irish people on, like they are the kind of people I would like think like, you know, like Kyla was on a lot, you know, like, and sure, like Kyla has a massive following, like Kyla yeah. helped the listenership a lot and her episodes would be big time listen to it. But then it was also just the style uh, of like storytelling and stuff that like, yeah, that worked, people that the audience uh, would, would want or that yeah. worked, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that, that yeah, that was that was basically it. But like, if I came back into it again now, the podcast, I think I would try a more to have a more specific angle of some sort. You know what I mean? Like this is, I think this is good for that. Like you know what I mean? Like creating, like this is a very clear yeah, what, what it's about. What yeah. it's about. We're describing a process that's unique and like uh, I, I think that's great. You know. Um, so yeah, so I'll probably I might start my own comedy club in Barcelona and <laughs> um, it's a good and idea. do a podcast about it. Yeah, it's a good idea. It'll suck your time and money. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> Definitely your time. Yeah, yeah. But it's I don't. Know, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. You've enjoyed your time here at the clubhouse. Yeah, I've loved it at the clubhouse. We yeah. can. We'll do a little bit more on uh, clients. Um, Care I, I probably drank too much. That was the only problem because it was so fun. It was really fun being around here, but then I ended up drinking five times a week or five or six, and then I got a bit depressed. Oof. But that's yeah. not your fault. Try working here. It, well, it was fun. I, I, I really find this place fun, and I like coming in. I feel 
relaxed when I come in. I like you guys. I like the, you know, like I feel, yeah. so I, a, I just like it. I like as the As a vibe. performer, you need, you want a little bit more care. Take, take care of things for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, just, that's it. Just to be free of concern. Like sure. to be like, I don't have to worry about it. It'll be like the, all the stuff will be just yeah. the, the, the simple, he, the lights, the mic, the whatever. But you know, it, that was just if push. We switched I mean, the stage for you. Yeah, that, that, that was the first show we had the different uh, room set up for, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, and then, like, in the... that's So that's from the performer side, from the audience side. Any... I don't know. Any what? Like... Uh, any ways to improve the user experience? For audience members? I would just, like, you know, like, in general, in Barcelona, I would say just, like get people to respect the light more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like, it's just like, and, and be punt, like almost punitive on like, especially starting comedians. Like, cause you have people who are just starting yeah. are running the light. Like that is so not. Yeah, we should. Okay. Yeah, it's like, sure. they have to be told one light at four minutes, you've got one minute. Then the next time you see the light, no matter what's happening, you get off the stage. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm. The first light tells you, you've got this much time. You see it again. You just have to leave and that's it because it's like it runs the shows too long and people taking the piss it fucks up a headliner if people run their time because now yeah. the audience is tired when they get on and they have to it's just um so that would be something like just to create a culture where because everywhere else like any other club you're in if you run your time like you will not get asked back to the club like you that's professional suicide yeah. like to do and nobody it seems to be really on that here um and which because of that like i haven't been on it at times like i'll just do it as well so it's yeah. not like i'm not even yeah, absolving yeah. myself that's, that. the, that's the weird thing about these these scenes that are growing from nothing right and right. all over the world this is happening but like you know we we we're doing comedy shows because we like to do comedy shows and we don't know that like they're really intense about lights in other places um so there's like certain habits and i don't know practices that we don't we certainly don't enforce at the way and people MC here. This it's a thing I talk about a lot because I started MCing just to get stage time. But then I feel like I kind of set a bad example because I do a lot of material in between mm -hmm. acts and this or that. And so everybody does. Well, it's narcissistic. Everybody followed me. Well, in doing a lot the, of material the, the, between right. acts. The, the material is fine. Like the thing with I, I can't like a, the hosts, and I, I'm sure you've heard that. Is if like if the comic does really well. Just keep it going. Just keep it going because you don't need to do any material. The crowd are up. Yeah. We, so so it's like do material. Your job is to do material to. when the crowd needs to be the, brought back mm -hmm. up. But these sure. are things that like, uh, it's just it's weird because we're setting a culture and it, you know and we can do one thing here at the clubhouse and then you know down the road somebody else is running a show. Uh, let's say he doesn't pay his comedians and then like Barcelona as a city gets a bad reputation. It's just, it's, it's fun. It's strange things to, to think about. And then to, to feel responsible and teaching all of these brand new bright young minds and comedians on how to, how to be a performer when I've played in maybe two legitimate clubs in my life. I uh -huh. think this right. is legitimate. Right. Uh, make that three now. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, it's when we get a sound guy, Remember before we started this, we were told all the reasons why this place wouldn't be a proper club. Oh, sound guy a sound guy so is one of them. Yeah. And we had one for Mike's last show, but we have to fire him. <laughs> right. Well, the one show we had a sound guy for, the sound didn't work the, at all. The sound didn't uh, work at all. Unbelievable. No, it worked at the start. It, 
I, yeah. I'm sorry for that experience, Mike. Uh, that's nah, good. No. I mean, there's lots of stuff where you can work on with the Barcelona scene and sort of training up comics and hosts, I think, is a big one. The lights is just obvious. Yeah. We've known we've known forever we <laughs> had to do that. You know, we just haven't. Right. <laughs> we yeah. just haven't. Well, with this new setup in the room, we can... It's a lot easier to light people, so that's, that's and good. And we can put a, a clock on the wall uh-huh. uh, as well, like Atomic does. Yeah. All right, we yeah. really should wrap up soon, I think. Cool. cool. Um, plugs? Do you want to, how can people get in touch with you? How can people follow you? How can they listen to your podcast? Uh, the Mike Rice Show, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can get that. as 100 episodes uh, on there. And uh, yeah, work away. Uh, listen to that. And then at Mike Rice Comedy on Instagram, I post about my gigs there. And uh, if I get a fit of motivation, I might try post some funny videos. Um, and... Uh, Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. I might come back when I'm back. I'm back for five days from the 25th to the 30th. I might try maybe do a show or two then as well. Just to yeah, fuck, for like. sure. I mean, with how easy it seemed at least to sell your solos, right. we might as well sneak in a couple of two. Like the, the right. extra, like the just, for real farewell yeah. show or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like he's, he's definitely leaving this time, we promise. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know sorry, if we have sorry. space. Uh, I think Sid's going to be back around that. Oh, time. that's a good point. We might have already promised our solo time. That's that's okay. That's all right. That's we'll all right. We'll squeeze in shows wherever we could do I'll, late late night. I'll do them 100%. right across the street. I'll do uh, them somewhere else. <laughs> um, anyway, lads, thanks for having me on. I enjoyed that. I must amazing. say. Did we have any? Uh, announcements? Yeah, a couple of quick announcements. We do have two visiting New York City comedians this week. Uh, one guy, Giulio Gallerati who is uh, reasonably well-known. He does a podcast called Oops the Podcast and shouted us out on his podcast yeah. today, which was lovely. So right back at you, Julio. We're even now, I would imagine. I got yeah. a call from a lady just before who had like, well, the podcast only came out three hours ago and she called me already saying like, have you really got this guy in town? I was like, yeah, so she's going to buy tickets. Wow. So that's cool. So him and he's bringing his friend, uh, Danny Palmer. Palmer. Yeah, so that's going to be an epic show. They'll perform Friday night and Saturday night. We're changing the gong show on Saturday night to be called the World Pizza Summit. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only comedy show that will have you in pizzas. (laughs) 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 It's going to be wildly popular. uh, So book tickets for that uh, if you can. Anything else? Uh, I think that's it from my end. Cool. Amazing. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, lads. Enjoyed it. Thanks, Michael. Mm-hmm. That's been Constructing the Clubhouse. Thank you, and tune in next week when we have more great guests. Thanks, everyone.